Welcome to the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm Israel Smith, well-being and resilience coach for high-achieving, successful dads who want more meaning and purpose in their lives without the stress, burnout, and overwork. I'll share how you can make simple changes to your mindset, habits, and choices to stop those racing thoughts and angry outbursts and create more time, more energy, more balance, and a lighter, calmer head and heart. This podcast is for you if you're ready to learn how to thrive in our uncertain world, prioritize your own well-being and mental health, improve your relationships with your partner and kids, rediscover some fun, and get back on track to living your best life every day. I'm stoked you're here. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to the Illuminating Lives podcast. It's Israel. I'm excited about today's episode. It was actually uh, spawned from a social media post. So currently it's the 8th of November when I'm recording this and it's bang in the first sort of two weeks of November being Men's Mental Health Month or Men's Health Month. You've probably heard of things like Movember where people who are more gifted with the facial hair than me grow mustaches through November. (laughs) The last time I tried that was so long ago. And after 30 days of consistent effort, all I had managed to do was, uh, I guess, ban myself from kissing my wife or, in fact, be banned from kissing my wife because of how spiky my top lip became and uh, not grow any facial hair of note. So, I've given up on Movember as an idea for me in terms of the mustache part, but as far as men's health, 100% in and committed. And this week, I was called to- write a post or share a post about forgiveness because here's the story. I came up with this idea that I wanted to post every single day on social media through November. Men's health, particularly men's mental health is why I'm here. It's critically important. It's the foundation of the work that I do. And and I'd made this commitment out of a desire to be of service. And then one thing led to another. On Sunday, I completely forgot to post. I forgot to share something. It just didn't even cross my mind because I was busy working on hobbies, spending time with the family, doing stuff around the house, and it just slipped my mind. I woke up Monday morning with this sense of heaviness, like I had broken my commitment, breached my own integrity about doing what I say I would do. And as I sat with that, I had this real heavy feeling and I went, oh, I don't want to exist in that place of heaviness. And I had a choice that I could make. And the choice was this, either forgive myself and move on or sit in that shame spiral, that kind of yuck that I'd broken my commitment and, you know, let that really take me out of play. And so, I decided to forgive myself because to me, that's a far more empowering way to work where I go, oh, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm human. It's okay. Let's release that. Let's learn from that and let's move on. And so, I posted about that and that post has received a lot of traction, quote unquote, you know, in social media lingo, lots of likes, lots of shares, that kind of stuff. But the premise behind it, I think, deserves a little bit more than just a quick post on socials that sort of comes and goes through somebody's feed. So, I wanted to record this episode just to talk about forgiveness as an idea with our relationships to others, but more importantly, with our relationship to ourselves. Because as we hopefully can all recognize, the relationship that we have with ourselves is our most important relationship. It's the one that lasts guaranteed for our entire life. 
It's the one that is here when nobody else is. It's the one that sticks by us for better or for worse. And that relationship is one we need to nurture and need to care for and need to treat well. And so many of us, every man that I've ever met and spoken with about this topic has struggled with this. And I'm sure a lot of women struggle with this too. We say the most mean and nasty and horrible things to ourselves in the privacy of our own heads, things that we would never, ever say to another human, let alone somebody we loved and cared about. And it's important that we learn to forgive ourselves and that we learn to release our past failures or how we've fallen short and the the beat up that we usually give ourselves either guilt or shame and all the nasty stuff and then from there learn to move on with compassion with kindness with love so that's what i want to talk about today i want to talk about what is forgiveness what are some of the variables at play there and then from that place how do we forgive ourselves I've learned this over time and I'm still working on it. I'm still putting it into practice because as pretty much is the case with everything that I talk about on this podcast, three sets, 12 reps, right? We need to do the work consistently over time to build new behaviors, to build new habits, new thought patterns, new processes, new ways of being. Things don't just show up instantly after one flash of inspiration. We can't go to the gym once and have six-pack abs and rippling biceps and pecs for life, sadly. I wish that were the case. I'd be there in a flash. But we all know it doesn't happen that way. We need to put in the work over time. Someone like The Rock didn't get to where he is as far as his ridiculously enormous muscles after one session in the Iron Paradise. That's been the work of a lifetime to reach that point with discipline, with commitment, with attention to all of the things, the rest, the nutrition, all of this stuff, right? So let's start with a couple of definitions. First of all, I want to talk about the dictionary definition of forgiveness. So to forgive is to cease to feel resentment against an offender, right? So we're releasing or we're stopping feeling resentful. Um, In terms of like if you forgive an insult, it means to give up the resentment of or a claim to some sort of requital, some sort of making equal. When you grant relief from payment, you're forgiving a debt, right? You understand this idea. It's usually framed in terms of other people. But what about if we turn that lens on ourselves and we approach ourselves as somebody that we need to forgive? To cease to feel resentment against ourselves. To give up the resentment of ourselves. To grant relief from payment of a debt that we incur against ourselves. That is where this becomes really fascinating to me. So, have a think about this. What story are you telling yourself? What narrative is in your head? What kinds of things are you saying to yourself that need forgiveness? That you need to simply release and let go? That's where I want you to really focus as you think about this framing of forgiveness. So, that's the dictionary definition. I have a different definition that I posted And this is something I learned from my coach, Lisa Carpenter. Hey, Lisa. And this is forgiveness is letting go of the idea that the past could have been any different than it was. 
Forgiveness is letting go of the idea that the past could have been any different than it was. So much of our attachment or resentment or anger or frustration or all of these things, these these kind of heavy or difficult emotions, so much of that, when we have something we need to forgive, it's based on this notion that the past should have been a different way. That person shouldn't have said what they said. I can't forgive them because of the way they acted and the way they behaved. I can't forgive myself because I should have known better or I should have done better. I should have taken that extra step that I didn't take. When we reflect on it in those terms, forgiveness is often about the past should have been a different way. And so we're feeling upset in the moment now, we're feeling this anger or frustration or resentment or whatever the emotion is, we're feeling that about something that has already come and gone, that we can no longer change, that is in the past. All right, so forgiveness in that sense is releasing the attachment, letting go of the idea that that past could have been any different. It couldn't have been. If it was meant to be different, it would have been different. We can't rewrite the past. We can't presume that we made a crap choice and that we should have chosen better. The reality is every choice we make, every action we take or don't take is based on the best information and what we think is going to serve our best interests at the time. So we need to let go of this idea that we have the ability to travel back in time and change things. We can't. We can't get on a plane and go back to the past. We can't jump in the way back machine, much as that would be pretty fun. So forgiveness is really about letting go of this idea that the past could have been different to the way it was. And that, as a starting place, is profoundly powerful because then we can use that sense of forgiveness to release guilt, to release shame, to release stored emotion about specific events in our lives. Let me give you a great example. When my wife and I made the decision to sell our apartment, pack up, leave Sydney and go traveling around Australia with our kids in a converted motorhome, I had the job of finding someone to convert the bus that we'd bought, the coach, converting that into uh, a motorhome. And so I, along with my wife, made the decision to hire a guy Despite some of the best advice I got from my dad, which was don't pay him until the work is completed, I kept making transfers, even though the work looked like it was a bit dodgy. I tried making phone calls. I couldn't get the phone calls. You can see where this is going. Cut to the move out date. We were meant to be leaving our home in Sydney. We left our home in Sydney into temporary accommodation. And we went up to a friend's holiday apartment to stay as kind of an interim house between our house and the bus. And then we realized that the work had not progressed at all in the two months or the month and a half since I'd seen the bus. I'd made a lot of transfers of significant sums of money, none of which translated into work, none of which translated into purchased equipment that I was told had been bought, and most of which had been gambled away by the guy that we had trusted to build our bus. And that gambling away that money, the money we lost as lo- along with the amount of uh, work we had to redo meant that we lost somewhere in the order of between probably 80 and and $100,000. Uh, 
And so, as you can imagine, I was understandably pretty upset. So was my wife. It caused us significant challenges and hardships financially and timeline-wise. It took us another 10 months to get in the bus and get off on the road. And that experience led me to feel very, very resentful against that man, very frustrated, very angry. I had a lot of really heavy, difficult emotions that took me a long, long time to process. The last thing I wanted to do was forgive the guy. I wanted justice. I wanted revenge. I wanted equality or some sort of sense of getting my own back or at least getting some of the money back. We never saw any of that money again and we had to move on, find somebody else to finish the work. It becomes a story over time that we can tell as a cautionary tale. And I had to do a lot of work specifically on forgiving myself because I was the one that kept transferring money. I was the one that didn't ask the meaningful questions. And I was the one who continued to make the bad choice of staying engaged with this guy. I put myself and my family into this position. Accepting responsibility for that, forgiving myself, forgiving the guy, some of the hardest emotional work I've ever had to do. And it took me quite a bit. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of purging and burning ceremonies around it. I did a lot of work to let all of that go. But honestly, I reached a place where I can look at that and go, that was meant to happen to me. That was here to teach me a lesson, and it has. And I had to let go of this idea that I could have done anything different. The version of me on the other side of this event would have made different choices, but I wasn't that guy back then when I kept making those choices. So, I guess what I'm saying here is releasing the idea that that version or that event in my past could have been any different. That was the key. That was like the the linchpin to releasing all of that trapped emotion, all of that discomfort, all of the resentment, all of the anger, all of the negative vibration that I had attached to that whole period of my life. And I needed to release that to be able to look back on that objectively and to learn from it. As my coach says to me and as I say to my clients, we cannot move on from things until we accept them. We don't have to like things to accept them, but we can't heal until we accept. So I had to accept the role I played. I had to accept the role he played. I had to accept that the circumstances are what they are. They were what they were. And I had to let go that it could have been any different. It was never going to be different because I would have always made the same choices, being that same version of myself that I was. So that's forgiveness. So why is this so important? Well, I ask this a lot about each of these topics that I cover in this podcast. I think it's self-evident, but I'm going to go into some detail here. Forgiveness is important for ourselves because if we don't forgive ourselves, then we live in a world of beating ourselves up all the time, of feeling guilt or worse, feeling shame about who we are or the actions we've taken or the things we're doing. Now, quick distinction. Brene Brown does this beautifully about guilt and shame. Guilt is, I did something wrong. Shame is, I am wrong. Shame is like an identity level. There's something wrong with me. I am a bad person or I am broken. I am. It's whatever comes after the I am. I am a failure. I am bad. Guilt is, I did something bad. Guilt is about the action itself, distinct and separate from us and our identity. So if you can imagine that distinction between guilt and shame, they both show up in challenging scenarios. And I would probably argue that 
a lot of what we're forgiving and releasing in these situations is actually shame because we attach a tarnish to our identity. We believe that we are, that there's something wrong with us, that we are wrong, we are bad, we are uh, no good or whatever. I spoke earlier about the sorts of things we say in our heads about ourselves. I'm stupid. I'll never figure this out. I'm an idiot. Do you ever say anything like that to yourself? If so, please stop it (laughs) because I don't want you reinforcing those kinds of comments. But also, it's not helpful. If you want to live a better life and you're listening to this podcast, so that means you do. We need to stop talking nastily to ourselves. We need to be kind and compassionate to ourselves so that we can heal. And then through healing, we can start to show up as our best self. We can illuminate our life from the inside out by lighting up who we are, by being our most radiant, glowing self, and then taking that into our life, into our world. There's a beautiful article about forgiveness on the Psychology Today website, which I'm going to link. Now, this actually talks about forgiveness as a four-step process. So let me talk you through this. So the first step, it says here, forgiveness is the release of resentment or anger. So that matches up. It doesn't mean reconciliation. So that's an important piece. My forgiveness of the guy who wronged us about our bus, I have not spoken to him since we collected our bus and left town. He's since been charged. He's done home prison, whatever it was, home detention, but I didn't have to go through any further conversations with him. What I had to do was forgive him for my own benefit. So what that means is obviously the reconciliation piece is not necessary, but the forgiveness was. I couldn't approach or or talk about this part of my life without feeling emotionally triggered or emotionally really wound up about it until I'd gone through the forgiveness process. But that forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with reconciliation. I don't need to continue a relationship with him in the same way as we don't need to continue a relationship with somebody else who has wronged us. We can still choose to forgive them and move on in ourselves. When we turn that inwards, Obviously, we need to reconcile with ourselves because we are always with us. We are always with our own self. So there's a subtle difference there reflecting on the external forgiveness as opposed to internal. But here's the part where it goes into the four-step process. That was just kind of a, a, a precursor. The first step is to uncover the anger by exploring how you have avoided or addressed the emotion. All right, so uncovering the anger is the first step. And I suppose... A good approach there is to just get curious about that. What am I angry about? What do I wish had been different? What about that person's behavior or what about our own behavior to ourselves has made me angry? And that's usually like the trigger or the the spike that kind of hooks us in and gets us really wound up. The second step is to make the decision to forgive, right? Making the decision to go, okay, Ignoring this or trying to cope with this offense or this wrong hasn't worked. And so forgiveness might be an alternative path forward. So I make the decision to forgive. That's step two. Step three, cultivate that forgiveness like we cultivate a crop by developing compassion for the offender. So in an external circumstance, I needed to recognize that that guy was just doing the best he could. He had stuff going on in his life that the actions he took 
That was the only path he could see forward. So I developed some compassion for him and for the choices he made, even though they put my family at a profound disadvantage. And we can reflect as part of this on whether the act was due to malicious intent or circumstances. Now, I don't think in that situation in my life, the guy really had harmful intent. I just think he had a gambling addiction. And that was due to a whole range of things in his life that just meant that he would get his fix no matter what, no matter who he hurt, no matter what lies he had to tell to maintain that addiction. But when we start turning this on ourselves, developing compassion for ourselves, compassion is a really powerful one, right? It's recognizing that we, we feel the hurt, we recognize and acknowledge the hurt, and we send love and kindness to that. So in our own life, developing compassion for ourselves is, is really recognizing we're just doing our best and sending that loving kindness to ourselves. And then finally, step four is releasing the harmful emotions and reflecting on how we may have grown from this experience and the act of forgiveness itself. All right, so letting go of the harmful emotions, processing them, allowing them to be felt to get curious about understanding what has caused them, what's the character of them. Do we need to move? Do we need to cry? Do we need to yell and scream? Do we need to punch a pillow? Do we need to journal and burn it? Do we need to go for a run or take a long, brisk walk or whatever? However, we need to process those emotions, release them, and then acknowledge this is a big growth. Recapping. Step one, uncover the anger or the resentment or the frustration that is at the heart of this issue, the the wrong that we're feeling. Step two, choose to forgive. Recognize that we need to do something different and ignoring it or just trying to deal with it isn't working, so maybe choosing to forgive is the key. Third, cultivate forgiveness by developing compassion. Fourth, release the harmful emotions and reflect on how we've grown and from the experience and the act. So you can obviously use this as a framework in your interactions with other people, but more importantly, in my opinion here, this is a conversation that we need to have with ourselves. We need to allow ourselves to feel what we need to feel about where we have fallen short in our own lives. Men, I'm talking to you. We set ourselves outrageously high standards that we often fail to meet then we beat ourselves up for not meeting those high standards and then we take that negativity into the next set of circumstances which then leads us to not perform at our best which then leads to more self-beat-ups and it becomes a vicious spiral. Instead, acknowledging that we're human, acknowledging that we make mistakes, we fall short, we do it all the time. We're not robots, we're not machines. We're going to fail if we are trying to forge a new path or live our best life and obviously from that those failures can be taken two ways we can use it as a big stick to whack ourselves over the head with or instead we can forgive ourselves we can release what we need to release we can let go that that past experience could have been any different than it was and then we can move forward i hope that you are able to forgive yourself. I've learned the power of it in my own life. 
If you want to explore this some more with me, if you feel the niggle that there's some forgiveness issues in your life about yourself and you want to have a chat, by all means, look into the show notes, connect up with me, send me a DM. During the month of November, during Mental Health Month for Men, I'm offering 10 complimentary one-hour breakthrough sessions for 10 different men. All right, one each. And those 10 one-hour sessions, I'm offering as a gift, as an act of service to encourage men to talk about what's going on. So if you feel like that's you, if you want to have a breakthrough session with me, if you want to learn some really practical tools and steps or just have a profound breakthrough, the likes of which you haven't experienced before about your sense of compassion for yourself or forgiveness or whatever else you might be struggling with, reach out in my DMs or email me. The links are all in the show notes. It's very, very easy to find me. Send me that message. Be brave. Take that first step. And then we can go from there. I'm sending you all of the love, all of the self-forgiveness, and all of the gratitude for listening. Have a fantastic day wherever you are, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Illuminating Lives podcast. If you're the kind of person that likes helping other people, then please share this around if you found it to be valuable. And remember to leave me a great five-star review in Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I've really enjoyed being here supporting you, and I trust this is going to have a positive impact in your life. Remember, I work as a one-to-one coach, corporate workshop facilitator, and professional speaker. So if you would like to work with me one-to-one, have me educate and support your team, or present at your upcoming event, please reach out via the details in my show notes. Have a fantastic day, and I'll see you on the next episode.